All right, all right. What's up? What's up? I got to tell you, after today, I'm wondering, is there any hope for us? Right? Is there any friggin' hope for us? We got to talk about it. I think we need to take a breath. Really? I do. All right, what's up? What's up? Hey, listen, I'm going to get in your business a little bit here. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel? How many times a day do you feel pissed off? You feel like you want to just wring someone's neck. You want to just knock someone out, right? Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of in the air, isn't it? Sandy and I were traveling to Springs. We go to Colorado Springs to get some clothes. And out of the blue, I have this just, just a casual, short interaction. I got in the way of someone, or at least they thought I did. And they were actually delayed in their forward momentum for like three friggin' seconds. And this guy would have, it would, it, it, you would have, he acted as if I had just robbed him or something, just ranting and raving in the car. I have to pull around past him after he pulls by and he's out in his car. He's got his chest all puffed out or what much, what chest he did, did have as if like, what are we going to do here over this three second delay? Or, or at least that's what I think. Let me just run this down for you so you understand what I'm talking about. So The entire universe is held together by energy, some form of energy that makes the planet spin and we orbit the sun. There's, you know, whatever that might be, right? And I'm thinking, well, if there's energy there, and then, of course, there's energy that creates us and allows us to move and to function in the way we do. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe that's the ticket right there. The level of energy, the quality of energy that each one of us gives off, it goes out into the universe and it polarizes and it creates the atmosphere by which we function. I don't know. It stands to reason. I'm sitting here scratching my head and I'm saying to myself, you know, that makes pretty good sense, right? Think about it. Overall, how do you feel throughout the day? How many opportunities do you have to be pissed off? How many opportunities are you like, you're sitting there like, my crappy life, Ugh. the tire, I got to get a new tire for the truck or the insurance bills do. What kind of an impact do you think that has on the, on the universe, on the, I don't know if it's called what the ripple effect. I'm going to guess here. I'm going to say that it ripples out across the universe and everyone in the universe who is made of energy, who is alive, gets just a little bit of that. I got to tell you, actually, I hope that's not at all how it works because I can't imagine what we're in for, right? Think about all the ugly stuff that's on the internet, all the ugly thoughts we have because of the things we see on the internet, all the ugly information that we not only take in, but we share with everyone we know because that becomes our information, our belief, what we believe. You know, I think what's really ironic about that is consider how much time the average person spends on social media. Now, consider how much benefit we actually get from that. Now, I get a little more than most. I've got a book I'm trying to sell, and actually, I'm writing another book. So if there was anyone that that is actually in trying to gain something from it, which, believe me, I haven't gained anything from it worth talking about, right? But but think about the average person who has got the job, has the, the American dream life, and there you are. All that time you spend engaged in an activity that does absolutely nothing to improve the quality of your life, does nothing to change anything about your personal existence. There's where the craziness comes in. 
That's why we need to take a breath, because the bottom line is there's a reason your life isn't where it's supposed to be. But the problem is it isn't because I stopped in front of you at an exit and it took three seconds out of your life. Because you spend a thousand times that amount of time staring down at a phone, looking at stuff that does nothing to change the trajectory of your life. I guess it's no wonder you're so pissed off. It's like, I, I can't believe it. I don't know what I'm doing. I, 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 I look at TikTok and, and social media every day and, and my life doesn't get any better. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you you honestly can't figure that out. I mean that's that, that's what's ironic about it. And I don't know if, I don't know what's what's sadder the fact that it's happening or the fact that we can't seem to figure that aspect of it out. So I guess from that standpoint, hey dude in the blue shirt with your gray goatee and your tough guy look, I understand, bro. I understand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You know, it's, I don't know if that's that's bad, but it, it represents it. Re, you know, what's cool about that situation is it reminds me of what I'm up against, right? I got this crazy idea when I retired from the federal prison. I said, you know, well, I've been helping inmates for more than 28 years because I helped inmates at the at the county when I was a deputy sheriff there too. So, you know, and I kind of I kind of dig it. I I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to not have enough money. There's a lot of that stuff that I understand. So, I was a perfect fit for it. So, I get out here and I'm thinking, oh, this ought to be easy because everybody is already there. Everybody's already right on that edge of being completely content. And all I'm going to do is put the cherry on top, right? Are you kidding me? I look back now and I think, what was I thinking, right? Here I am. I'm going to change the world. I'm going to help you feel better and, and make better choices that inspire you and allow you to do the things you love. And I hit this friggin' brick wall because you know me, right? I'm hauling butt at 90 miles an hour and I'm going to take, I'm taking the world by storm, right? And then I get out there. I'm like hauling butt and bam, just like that. Stopped in my tracks and I'm scratching my head and licking my wounds. It's, it's bad, Right. We are so inundated with information that has nothing to do with us that it's stifling our success, stifling our forward momentum, stifling our ability to truly embrace the life we're given. And then we want to blame some old guy and his wife in a big truck who just took a wrong turn. I know I'm coming hard at you, but it's just it's like... We keep pretending like life is so freaking amazing, but yet when you interact with people, you go in a restaurant, no one looks at you, no one smiles at you, customer service sucks, the cost of food sucks, the cost of fuel sucks, interest rates suck, the price of houses sucks, and here we are, and then we keep pretending, my life is great, my life is wonderful, really? I think think that's the part that pisses us off. I think that's what's making us angry is the fact that we actually are mad as hell on the inside, but we're afraid to show up because we might get canceled. Oh, no. What? They're going to shut me off from access to the world? Here you go. Let's let's do this together. Take a breath. Take a breath. Smell some flowers. Start chasing something. Start 
taking that time you have, that eight hours or 10 hours or 20 minutes and just just take a second and take a look around because you know what? The world doesn't care what your life looks like. In fact, for the most part, no one cares what your life looks like. I mean, your mom and dad, they they hope you will do better. They wish you would do better, but there's nothing they're going to do. I mean, ex- with exception. I mean, rich, 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 rich people can spoil the hell out of their kids, and eventually their kids, is, the life ends the same way. It tends to always go the same place, right? So, but no one cares whether you're scrounging around in a trash can. No one cares whether you have three kids, one on the way, and you don't have gainful employment. So I guess from that standpoint, I guess we have a right to be pissed off at somebody. The question is who? There you go. Now I got you thinking, oh, that's where it clicks off, right? This is the reason that, that a lot of people just cannot sit in on a conversation like this. Because the reality is the only reason you're not, ha- not having a blast, you're not waking up excited, energized, ready to go in your life, eager to get it done so you can do more, learn more, teach more. Oh, just It's an endless cycle is because you're not moving forward. You're not going anywhere. And there's the trap, right? Let me guess here. I'm just going to let me just throw it out there. Let me guess. Let's see. I bet you got a house and you have a mortgage and I bet you have a car and a car payment and you have insurance payments and you have two phones and you probably have internet and you probably have more square footage than you really need. And it's it's a lot of work and you got that yard that you, you, you got to keep the grass green because everybody loves grass with their stake, right? If you haven't, if you don't know me, that's an inside joke. Let's let's think about it. I mean, and that's the that's the foundation of why I don't own a conventional home, right? I'm out there mowing a damn lawn. I'm taking care of this crop. No one eats. I'm thinking, well, why the hell am I doing this? You know the answer, don't you? The answer is because there was one hell of a salesman, man or woman or sales team who came up with this idea and they painted this amazing picture around it and they called it the American Dream. And what did it do? Exactly what it was designed to do. It designed, it was a, it was a tool to get our t- attention, to distract us from what we know to be true and to tell us things like, hey, if you get this, it'll make you happy and I can make it happen for you if you just give me a small portion of your check each month. And we got all excited about how easy life became. And they were so smart. Imagine that. They were so damn smart that not only did they create this image of this amazing life, but they knew that in the beginning, we were still farmers at heart. We needed to till the ground. We needed to grow crops. So what did they do? They said, I'm going to build you this amazing house and you can still be a farmer. You can still get up and toil the uh, under the sun and cut and water and... <sighs> Damn, that's a good plan. How many of you guys, how many of, how many of you will actually get up sometime this week and take care of that crop no one eats? <laughs> I just saying. You want to know the good news? I guess the good news is that any moment, at any moment between now and the time that you die, you can change it. You can you can wake up and say, you know, today I'm going to ask myself why. 
for every choice I make. And I'm going to look at those choices and I'm going to think to myself, how does that make me feel? Am I really just like on top of my world because I have this or because this is in my life? You know why we can't do that, right? You know we why we can't actually just keep the steam going, keep moving forward, wake up excited every day, right? It isn't because it isn't doesn't exist within us. It's because what we're doing does not do that. <laughs> the problem we're having is that the story they told us said it will. And we're like, well, you know, I'm going to be happy and content and I'm going to be able to retire with plenty of money. And this, the reason I'm working hard while I'm young is because when I'm old, I'll be too old to work hard. Isn't it ironic that they actually give us a plan that includes us wait until we're broken down on 12 prescriptions, 60, 70 pounds overweight, our ankles are swelling and we can hardly get out of a chair to give us an opportunity to go start playing? I don't know what's worse, the fact that they sold us on the plan or the fact that we can't see that it's a crappy plan. And what's the response? What do I get from everyone who's sitting around listening to me talk? They're like, well, yeah, but what else are you going to do? Yeah, well, I mean, you you, got to have a house. You got to have a car. You got to have a job, right? I don't know, this might sound like some sort of old farmer phrase, and I'm not sure where I got it, but you don't have to buy the farm to get the milk, right? You don't buy the entire farm because you want a, a gallon of milk every week, do you? You buy the gallon of milk. You buy what you need, right? And that's the ticket. I'm not saying you, you don't need a place to live. But the issue is our entire existence is being consumed by an idea that does not deliver when it comes to the standpoint of energy and excitement. I mean, do you want to test the theory here? Let's go ahead and take a look back at your life. Think about how many times today you're like going, hell yeah, woo, let's do this. I can't wait, right? Oh yeah, we're going to get it right this time with your job, with your relationship, with the thing you get to do when you get out of work today. Anything that makes you go, hell yeah. And I don't care how much you love beer. That is not the substitute. The fact that you you didn't know you had beer in the fridge, but you were too lazy to stop at the liquor store. Then you get home and you, you're getting all your crap off and they pull the refrigerator open and you realize you didn't drink the entire 12-pack last night like you usually do. And you're like, hell yeah, what a wonderful day, right? <laughs> it, can, I can't, it can be a hell of a lot better than that that's what I keep talking about and everybody's like well you know I don't know what he's saying I don't know what he's saying let me simplify it for you before I go a man who loves fishing a man who has been from the time he was a boy a fisherman admired fish and 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 fished in different places it's his thing it's his energy should not own a big ass house that's more expensive or more impressive than the boat he owns why because the house no matter how big and impressive it is does not serve his true interest, his what drives him, what inspires him. And yet, what do we do? We're kids. We have a blast. Kids, oh, yeah, we're laughing. We're playing out until the streetlight comes on, hide and seek and jumping bikes and catching fireflies and doing all that crazy stuff we do. And then something happens about the time the want enters into the picture. That's that thing where we realize, hey, wait, 
Wait, I want a car and I want money and and I'm going to have me a big house too. Now, what's funny is all of a sudden we are willing to almost almost without notice, almost undetected, we will hand over all of the things that we love, all of the things that we enjoy, all the sources of our inspiration so we can have these prizes for the world to see that represent the fact that we too have achieved success. (laughs) Being pretty dramatic. Think about it. It's the truth. How many times have you had some asset, whether you're standing on the porch of your new house or you're driving your new truck down the street and you throw your arm out the window, you're standing up there all big in your britches and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, look at me, man, I got my big truck. And you're thinking to yourself, you look across some guy over there looking at you and you're thinking, yeah, he knows I got my fancy truck. He's looking, look at me, right? You know what that guy's thinking about? He's thinking about, oh, crap, I forgot to get milk. Ugh. He's just trying to figure out what's going on. He's, he's staring off in the wild blue yonder because no matter what he does, he can't seem to get his relationship right. My point in this is simple. No one cares what you have. Not, not to any depth. They might say, hey, that's a nice car. But you think anyone's sitting at home in their own life going, man, I wish I was him. Oh, he's got it so good. And you know what the biggest contradiction is? You're not doing it any better than anyone else on any real scale, right? Oh, so what? So you're in debt for $400,000 versus me in debt for $180,000 for the house I own, right? I mean, you drive a, a brand new car and I drive a, a 10-year-old truck. I mean, are you rocking your life? I mean, is that somehow making you have more fun? No, I still, I guarantee it. I guarantee that when you wake up in the morning after you lied to yourself and said, I'm not going to drink, you drank, and now you got a headache and you got to go to work and you got to deal with crappy people doing a job, not because you love it, because you got bills to pay. I mean, the examples in what you think of, what you talk about, right? There you are, you're fat from lunch because you went out and ate even though you said you wasn't going to. And there you are staring at your computer screen daydreaming about how cool it would be to be on a beach drinking beer and watching the dolphins out in the out in the water, right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just not possible. Maybe it just it just can't happen. Maybe what I'm doing is such an anomaly that there's just no place in the entire universe where it can actually fit in. I don't I don't want to believe that, but it's looking <laughs> given the choices of those around me, it's looking that way, given the resistance I keep getting for showing up every day and saying the same thing. Hey, listen, are you having fun? If you're not having fun, why aren't you having fun? And what can you do to change it? If you're not waking up inspired, why aren't you waking up inspired? And what can, what's getting in your way of your inspiration and what can you do to change it? I don't care what it what matters. Now, here's the struggle, and it comes back to that damn phone again and the fact that we keep our heads buried in it most of the time is the fact in order for you to figure out what's going to really inspire you, you kind of have to spend some time with yourself. Oh, damn. I said it. 
you're probably going to have to spend some time in the quiet confines of your own mind with very few distractions, just maybe a little quiet music or a walk with quiet music where you can just ask yourself questions about all of the choices you're making, given the fact that most of the choices you're making aren't making you very happy right now. You think it'll work? You think it'll actually work? You think I'm pulling your leg? I'm lying to you? <laughs> I guess you won't know till you try it. I'd try it sooner sooner than later because I don't know if you realize this, but today's gone. It's uh, 8.34 in Colorado right now. I have a few more hours of enjoying this and I'm going to fall into a deep sleep thinking about all the things I'm going to do tomorrow. And you know what's cool about it? I feel so good about my choices that I'm not even going to wake up and think about any of them in the middle of the night. It's so much fun. It's like, you know, did you know when you face a day, when you go to bed and your next day is full of things that inspire you, did you know that you don't wake up at night worried about them? You don't wake up at night worried about money. You don't worry about where you're going to be or what you're going to do. All you're thinking about is I got to get some rest because I get to do it again. I got to say, I honestly don't know what it's going to take. But I can tell you this. At any point in your life, you can take an action in a new direction that doesn't cost you a penny. And once you start improving some aspect of your life and you start winning in one column or the other, be it, you know, I'm going to get in shape because that doesn't cost much. I'm going to start walking because that doesn't cost anything. I'm going to do some air squats because that doesn't cost anything. As soon as you start gaining some forward momentum on any aspect of your life, that momentum will carry over into every aspect of your life. If you shake your head and you think to yourself, man, this guy talks a lot and he does a lot and I'm tired of seeing him on social media and making all this noise and getting his noise in my head. You're seeing a prime example of what happens when you wake up and the things you are doing are connected to you. And the only way you're going to get that connection is for you to step away from the noise long enough, start asking yourself some questions about the condition of your life and where you want to be and what you want to do before you die and start making a plan to move forward on something. Because once you get the ball rolling, It'll never stop, I guarantee it. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to check me out on TikTok, on YouTube, on Facebook. Um, Don't forget to check out the RV Survival Guy. One more thing before we go. So I do a walk and talk pretty much every day. The weekends, I skip it, but pretty much every morning, at least on the weekdays, if you tune into Podbean, you can go to the uh, Your Best Life Defined uh, podcast. There'll be a live link at the top of the page. You can hit that live link and you can tune in, get the notifications and subscribe. And I guarantee you every time I go live, you'll be there. Casual conversation about observations that I believe will help you achieve anything you desire. So until next time, my name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined.